This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at Earsports.com, a paramount podcast i am mike casaza here today to do a little drafting in the offseason with chris anderson chris harebrained idea these are frequently mine this is no different but i think a good fun exercise to have a look at west virginia's roster in a different way you could go online and check it out you could put together offensive and defensive depth charts like you have um last week you can check that out online it's for free it's a conversation starter it sets the table for what's happening in the offseason and what the Mountaineers will do in the portal or what they have to do once the preseason starts. But today what we're going to do is draft. We're going to pick our, let's say, starting lineups. We're going to pick a 1 through 11 on offense and defense and add five subs. Excuse me, four subs on either side. 30 players. Um, why are we doing this? Well, middle of May, right? <laughs> So I think it's a fun way to look at how you build a team here out of what you have. It'll expose some strengths and weaknesses and kind of figure out how good they have it at some spots and how much work they may have to do in preserving or even protecting their players um, in different sides of the ball, I think, too. You have put some work into this, Chris, without giving away your secrets. Any general takeaways from this idea about the roster? Uh, I think... Whenever you look at like the NFL draft and you hear those guys talking about where they project players to go, there's always a difference between who they think are the best players and where they project them to go. And some of that has to do with a team need. Now, this is you and I just building from scratch. So team need is is going to be kind of arbitrary. It's going to happen as the draft goes on. So it's not really related to that, but it it will be related to uh, what's it called scarcity of resources, if you will, because there are certainly some positions where I will be putting forth uh, a little more effort, a little more urgency early in the draft, and some positions that I am gladly waiting to pick players later in the draft, um, which, as you noted, kind of gives an indication of where West Virginia is in respect to those positions and with depth and talent and everything like that. Yeah. When I was sketching this out, I realized that you could fill up some spots pretty quickly and have some good depth. But assuming you're going to do the same thing I'm doing, all of a sudden you're not, you don't have a great known commodity at a skill position on offense or defense or in the trenches on offense or defense, which means again, kind of like what we suspect their top line, I think is okay for offense and defense it can get better for sure over the summer. And then, in the preseason, but also like what happens behind, you know, offensive lineman five, what happens behind defensive lineman three, those are holes that they're going to have to fill, but they know that for sure. And we've seen some moves to do that. Um, here's what we're doing. Um, we have the draft. We flipped a coin. Chris will go first. I'll go second and third. And it kind of goes two picks per side after that. It's 30 rounds, but we're going to go through this and who is eligible. Um, everybody, everybody who's on the roster and then everybody who's on their way, this would include, 
returning players and the new players who were here for the spring football, but also guys, I don't know, who maybe just transferred from Georgia Tech or who just signed from Georgia or North Dakota State, recruits from Florida and other parts that haven't made it yet. Those are all in the pool. They're all available there um, because they're going to be here in the fall. So you can use them to your advantage as well. Um, Again, coin flipped Chris first. Without further ado, we'll get into this. 11 stars in offense and defense, four backups on each side. Had the podcast. Chris will come at you with the written list for people who need to see these things to understand them. If I'm not being perfectly clear in my explanation now, it might make more sense when you see a draft order and a team in the finished version at the end. But without further ado, Chris, please introduce your first pick. Number one pick, the most important position on the field. No surprise here, JT Daniels. Uh, I don't think I need to make an argument here. I mean, I know... He's a little bit of a unknown, I mean, injury history and stuff. But if we're focusing on building a team for this season and this season only, you need a quarterback. And quarterback is my guy, JT Daniels, number one overall pick. Zero question there. And also, it puts a, <laughs> it kind of puts a pressure on when you take your next quarterback or how soon I take mine, too. So kudos to you. Uh, my first pick anticipation build here think about where you could go with this if you're trying to start your team and the best players off the board i go charles woods the cornerback you asked me beforehand to tip my hand on who i would take second or third if we had swipped flip spots and i didn't want to do it charles woods would have been my number two and and i think i told you like i think people would be surprised because i think they're probably thinking of someone else or a couple someone else's but this is uh, what, what did I mention? Scarcity of resources at a position. This this is it. Yeah, kind of what I was thinking too. Because if I don't grab him, you do. And then all of a sudden, I'm starting Andrew Wilson Lamp or Malachi Ruffin out there, uh, which I'd rather not do if I had a chance to get around that. My second pick, it really forks here too. Um, I just went with a keystone piece in the trenches. Somebody who is from the state, Marion County. People really like him. Accomplished already. But I'm going on the offensive side. I'm taking center Zach Frazier. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know about picking an offensive lineman so early because I know that they're all back and there's a togetherness. I do think that there's ways to, I don't know, help the offense or defense first. But that center position is so important. I think there's a drop off there. I do like Jordan White, but I think he might be more valuable as a guard, even a starting guard, than my starting center. So give me the center, please. Interesting, because I assumed you were going with what will now be my number four pick. Uh, and I was happily prepared to take Zach Frazier at number four and be like, well, I got an All-American caliber center and by far the best quarterback. I'm feeling pretty good. Fortunately, that's gone, but I will take a a disruptor on defense, uh, future NFLer, Dante Stills, for my defensive line for the fourth pick. Was that who you were? I mean, I, I assume, based off what you were describing there, that was who you were debating between Stills and Frazier? I definitely had some thoughts about him just because I think you got to be strong. I think he's the strongest part of that defensive line, which may be the strongest part of the defense, but I still think I can build a good defensive line, which again indicates to me that their defensive line is not in bad shape, but nothing wrong with that pick at all. Okay. And I'm now I have to go to the trenches on the other side and I am going to, uh, Oh God, do I want to go there already? See, now you threw me off. I was ready to go that and then defense. Yeah. We'll go Wyatt Milam. I need my left tackle. I need a left tackle to protect my quarterback. 
I'm okay with that. Okay. Give him thought for my number one. Couldn't go that far though. Yeah. All right. Now it gets interesting. Now you got you got two picks. Mm-hmm. I think I need to be able to run the ball, especially when I'm building my offensive line. You have the best quarterback. Maybe my receiver can lift up whoever I pick at quarterback. Maybe I get the quarterback out of the way. I can't let you get away from me on offense, so I have to get something on offense. I'm dipping in. I'm going double. I would like, in this order, Bryce Ford Wheaton, Tony Mathis. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I don't hate it. I mean, I, that's, I was going to say, I was considering wide receiver for one of my next two picks. So I don't, uh, I think that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, running back, explain it to me. Cause I, th- I feel like, you know, you got four that are maybe not that different. So that was a position where I was willing to wait a, a little bit. I think there's a cut between one and two. And I think two, okay. three, and four are pretty close, right? Yeah. But, I don't. I just don't know that I buy the whole. We got to get three or four guys in the field, and I think if it's going to shake out one guy the most, it's going to be Mathis. I just too consistently heard very positive things about him before and through his injury, and then of course returning last year. Apparently, nothing was wrong with him in the spring, and um, I just I just kind of like his running and what they want to do. I know they want to be an outside zone team. I know they want to do some stuff where they can get two in the field or or do some things in the passing game. But at the core, they're kind of an inside zone team, a gap team, and he just seems like he's best suited for that. Uh, there are guys that I like in that backfield, but I just think that I, I could run the ball best and most effectively with him above the other three guys. I'm going to put the pressure on you now with my next two picks. Doug Nestor and James Committer. Okay. Went there. I am going there. Okay. Strategery. Okay. Um, reason? I First, I think there is a pretty... Um, a pretty, I don't, okay, maybe sizable gap between that starting offensive line, their experience, their talent, and, and some of the options behind them. Like you mentioned, Jordan White is is not a starter, and Hubbard hasn't been a starter, but those are some some guys you would feel comfortable with having your starting line. But then you get after that, and you look at, you know, if we're both drafting five on, offensive linemen, you have to get past seven and eight, right? So, so Hubbard, six, White, seven. And, and then you're getting into eight, nine, and 10. And you're looking at guys who are in their third, fourth year here that haven't sniffed the field or you're looking at true freshmen. And and I'd personally rather not be in that position. I like it. Now you force my hand. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do something I probably shouldn't do, but I want to do it while I can. Uh, but first, give me Lee Koba. Ooh, okay. I want to be good up the middle of my defense. There's a start. Town number six. Well, if you've taken the running backs, excuse me, if you've taken the offensive lineman away from me and I have my running back, well, now I need a thing on offense here. Um, I'm going to bookend Bryce Ford reading with Caden Prather. Mm, that hurts me. I was trying to force you into going offensive line so that I could get Prather. That hurts. Good idea. You almost sunk my battleship, Chris. <laughs> that hurts. Um, to note on the linebacker thing, now we're, we're pre recording this. This is going up Monday. Um, by the time you listen to this, there is a possibility that Miami transfer Tariq Austin Cave is committed to this class. But since he is currently not, and you never know what can happen in recruiting, 
we are not including him in this exercise. Correct. Okay. Just want to make that clear because who knows when some people listen to these things, but he is not part of the draft pool, if you will. Okay. All right. So two picks, and I got to go. Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're putting me in a tough spot here. I'm going to go. Lance Dixon. Okay. And I'll explain that in a second because I, I I put a little piece on him in the NFL thing I put up on Friday. And do I want to go with this? This is such a I can't I don't think I can do that yet. I'm gonna go Jasir Cox as my spear. Ooh, really? Yeah. I'm I I think maybe I'm reaching on him because I don't know if you have him as high as I do, and I, I might have been able to get a little more value, get him later. But I think that's such an important position at Spear, and I believe he'll be able to make that jump from FCS to FBS. Um, do you want to counter before I go on my Lance Dixon talk? Please tell me. No, I think I think that's fine. You can get away with that. I don't have an issue there. And if and you've been on the Jasir Cox bandwagon for a while. So I admire your consistency there, but please hit me up the Dixon news. <laughs> so the Dixon thing was my argument is at towards the end of the last season, he started to get more and more playing time in the bowl game. That was when uh, I believe it wasn't low hurt for the bowl game. So he didn't play, mm-hmm. I believe. And Dixon got a, a much bigger role. He played or low moved inside or something. It, but Dixon ended up playing the most snaps he had all season by a fairly large margin. And he had, by far, his best game of the year. Double-digit tackles, uh, got in the backfield, got a couple pressures, uh, graded out. Uh, I believe it was 12 points higher, according to PFF, than any other game during the season. So he is a guy that I've kind of tucked away as a potential breakout star this year. And I think he could be really disruptive on that second line of the defense. Okay. Um, all the tools are there, too, except. Yeah time of the system which he's acquiring so fine by me there all right here's where we get tricky now you've almost monopolized the offensive line i can't let that go any further there are two names left on here that you would think would be the best one one would be brandon yates and one would be jaquay hubbard this becomes a game of projection who do you like more who do you think is starting more who do you think is starting first who do you think is starting last like where does this right tackle position go oh is that the answer (laughs) <laughs> is my pick in uh, the pick is in i am going to go with my second offensive lineman playing the right tackle position for me jaquay hubbard mm. okay i just have heard enough and and the process that they talk about with him it just seems i mean similar to mathis you've heard a lot of things for a long time about him and i just haven't heard the same things about yates I wonder about his injury and, and how he's going to hold up in the offseason coming up here. And if, if Hubbard's either going to take a lead or maintain a lead and build a lead, I just feel better going with him right there. And then flip me over to defense. I need a defensive lineman. I think that the second most disruptive player is going to be my end, Todd Alston. Okay. Options for second pick there for sure. But I just think if what I'm trying to do is be more disruptive, he does the job for me. All right. Um, I need to get mm-hmm. 
I need to get a wide receiver. So Sam James is in. He's in. He is in for me. He, he, that Prather thing threw me off. I don't want to. I don't want to let it disrupt my whole draft, okay. but it threw me off. Um, and then I'll go. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that yet. Don't want to do that yet. I guess I'm going. Uh... Hmm. No, I am doing that yet. I am doing that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Jordan White. All right. As my offensive lineman. Now I. I know. Hey, why over Yates? Uh, looking at the rest of my team, I got Nestor and everybody. Anybody who's read anything I've written over the last year knows that I have have this uh i don't know if i'm trying to push it i'm trying to will it to happen but i believe nestor is capable of playing right tackle he's played right tackle and then you have white who could play center or right guard so that picking white over yates for me in this spot gives me a little more gives me and my team a little more flexibility um because i could put white at center nestor at guard and if i get a tackle later then that guy plays tackle or I find another interior guy and move Nestor to tackle, and, and I still feel really good about my line. Okay. Uh, I'm crossing my fingers here, and I'm going to take the other side of the coin on my last pick. I have to take Brandon Yates mm-hmm. um, and kind of cross my fingers that he can play guard. We'll see. But I I like Nick Malone. I just happen to think that Yates is a better positional player right now. Um, and again, if he can play guard and if he can play right side, left side, heck, even guard, right side, left side, there's value there. My problem right now is that either he or Hubbard is my starting left tackle, but Yates can play left tackle. So uh, that kind of makes sense. I can't let that get away from me. And then what do I do with my other pick here? I'm trying to find value on offense. I don't see the quarterback. I have my running back. The receivers are off the board. Building my offensive line just did. I'm kind of going back to the strength of the defense again here, which I think is the defensive line. If I can be good there, I'm going to be good there. How do I liberate Alston? I need a force up front, and I think Jefferson has that ability. If he can occupy the middle, then all of a sudden I have a chance to be disruptive with my edge player I just drafted. So give me Jordan Jefferson. Okay, good pick, good pick. Oh, thank you. Um, Let's see. I am... Man, 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 man. This is now. Now we're getting to the tough part because now we're getting into. I mean, th- there's guys that I think are are better, that are are good, and then there's spots that I just need to fill because I don't want to be stuck with the third or fourth option at that position. And so it seems kind of crazy because we don't even know if he's starting. But I'm going Andrew Wilson layup at quarter. <sighs> I, I don't think I have a choice. Excellent. Um, and then my other pick. I nearly pulled the trigger on Wilson Lant there, but I was afraid if I didn't get Yates, you were going to take him. And I would have. Okay. So we just flip-flopped there. Um, and then you know what? I'm going with Palendi, tight end. Uh, oh, I know. How big? <laughs> I know that's going to catch some people off guard, but again, I think – he is somebody that we know for a fact, and it, it, we've seen it for years now. Like he, he has an actual full resume of inability to block and play online, you know, in line and, and and help free up other guys. 
And this is kind of going to my my team's identity, if you will, uh, of, hey, we're, go- we're going to clear space. Right now, the only skill player we have is Sam James, you know, as at running back and receiver. But we are going to clear space, so it might not matter how many skill players we have. We are going to open those holes wide enough that even the coach can run through them. So I'm going to go with Palendi here because I think he is somebody who can definitively block and has some upside as a receiver. Okay. Saw him in the grocery store. Big, big kid, physically mature. Like, I don't worry. Like, he's, I don't know how, like, there's just a difference between him and, like, a, a redshirt freshman or whatever. Like, you can tell he's been in college and he's been in weight room. He's a big kid and, and an athlete for as long as he's been growing up, too. Uh, I have no doubt he's going to be an effective blocker on the line, too. So, that's my Kroger evaluation. You're welcome <laughs> onto my picks. You've spoiled my plan about having great cornerbacks. I think we both have a starter quality one. Um, you have your spear off the board. I'm going to stop messing around with the top of my defense. I'm going to take. Marcus Floyd at cat. I'm going to take Aubrey Burks at free. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Again, you're, we're, we're in the same ballpark here because Floyd was was on my short list there for that last pick. It was between him and Palendi before I made that decision. So, um, hmm. Burks might be a bit of a stretch, although it seems like he's had the best time at free. His backup is McLaurin. I don't know where that stands right now. But I think that that's a clear starter there. And I don't know who would press him as I fill time for you. <laughs> I'm going to go Sean Martin. Okay. Because, I again, I think he is a guy – that one is already in the rotation. Two, I think I can line up opposite Dante Stills. Um, and three, I, th- I think he's somebody that's going to be he he's he's one that could make a leap, if you will. Maybe not the leap, but a leap this season. Um, and then golly, I get uh, I'm going to go Bartlett for my Bandit. All right, why is this or? or well, as a linebacker position to be determined, but currently bandit. Um, I think we're getting a little light in the linebacker department. Uh, you you look at not not the not talent wise, but experience wise. Um, I'm looking at my list right now. X3 Low, who missed the entirety of the spring with an injury, is the only other player with experience right now. Do I have that right? Correct. Um, and, and again, that's just, just the scarcity kind of mentality here. I gotta, I gotta pick somebody there because cur- I, I like Lance Sticks and it will. And now I got Jarrett Bartlett on the other side. Um, and and Jarrett Bartlett's he got a little bit of flexibility. I mean, he he was somebody that they talked about potentially playing Mike. I don't know if I want to get into too many let's move guys into other positions kind of thing, but uh, there's some flexibility there. Okay. It does get really tricky now. Uh, you have four offensive linemen. I have three. You got to have five. And like the race for the offensive line, I think is kind of important here. Is it so important that I would go above another hole I might have on defense? 
which could be corner. It could be the wheel linebacker spot. It could be Banyan. It could be my third offensive lineman. Fortunately, excuse me, defensive lineman. Fortunately, I have back-to-back picks. I'm going to take X reload off your hands. Okay. I need I need to stop tipping my hand here. Mm-hmm. That was a good tip. Well, I just got to get him. Um, yeah. I got to get Nick Malone just to start filling out my offensive line before you get a dominant offensive line. Because if you add Malone there, you have a pretty good five. Now my four is catching up to yours. I like yours a little bit more. But I'm going to take low and then Malone. Okay. And I'm going to finish my offensive line. Oh. Which I understand. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Take it back. I didn't write the name on the card. I didn't submit it. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Um, golly. Because, see, I do. I know I need a receiver. Thing is, I already got a slot receiver, and I think the next best receiver is also a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Which puts me in a tough spot. Linebacker, I don't. Man. Man, 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 man. All right. Uh, well, you'll have to tell me. You you can make a ruling on this, but St. McLeod, safety, are we allowed to? Is he in the draft pool? He's, he's on the roster. Okay. Uh, I, I will roll the dice with a full recovery. I mean, I think they're already saying full recovery, but I, this is too important of a position to not. So I'm going to go there. As your first defensive sub. No, it's a safety. Oh, because it's beer. Okay. You can. I was just, I'm going to put him in another safety spot. Just a, oh, so. just a regular safety. Okay. And. So he could be your free or your cat, you're saying. Or is he your yeah, first yeah. defensive sub? No, I'm going to make him. Let's make him my free. Uh, and then I'm going to go with. I got to go Reese Smith, the wide receiver. I got to get somebody else that's reliable to catch the ball. If I got if I got JT Daniels, I need somebody else reliable to catch the ball. Okay. Even even if he is, again, that's what that's why that Prather pick just killed me because you know I, I think that the three and four receivers here are both interior guys. Now, yeah, you could argue you can move James outside, and he he had a lot of snaps outside earlier in his career, but um, again, trying to. Trying to stay, stay true to the exercise here. Mm-hmm. Well, with McLeod off the board and you already possessing Cox, that really only leaves Malinger to play Spear. I think he would be the Spear if he stays put. He's got a chance to play a lot. I'm not sure he's going to be the Spear because he may move around. Who knows? Especially if Cox comes in and does well. So that might be one that's hanging out there. I just can't get there yet to do that. Um, you have Bartlett. I don't see you drafting Carr anytime soon. I have Kobo, so I'm not worried about a backup there. Still don't have a quarterback. Tricky. Well, let's end that right now. Okay. Give me Nico. Ooh, okay. Okay. Because if I don't hate him, you're going to take him soon. I think he's the best of the three remaining options for the season coming up. I just think that there's there's something there that can work. I just think that his progression is going to – it can take off and, and go somewhere. So I like his 
upside for the season to be a little bit better. And with yeah, that, you I did. Be- Sorry. I, I believe we're halfway through now, correct? Uh, I, I was hoping you were keeping track. I don't know. Wait a minute. No, that's my 15th pick. Sorry. <laughs> so I have, that was my first pick of this round, right? Yeah. No, that's, I, that's what I was about to say. Did you take Malinger? Have not done that yet. Okay. So now I'm halfway through with my Nico pick. Um, would be 15, uh, 16. Oh, we're somewhere in the draft. Hold on, I'm not. Don't don't hold me that. I've been right. Yeah, I got. I have 15. I know that. So that would make me coming up on 16 and 17 then. Yeah. Okay, so that one works. Um, I want to take care of my secondary, which leads me again to one of those two spots. And I'm just curious about who's going to be their second corner right now. Might not be on the roster for all we know. But someone's got to start out there. And I wasn't infatuated with what I saw from the guys that I saw in the spring. Don't do it. I'm going to shake it up, Chris. Give me Jacoby Spells. Yeah, it's a good pick. Is it? I think it is. Because okay. he, was, he was coming up for me. I don't know about the next two picks, but he would have been... If if I didn't take him the next two and you didn't take next two, then maybe third pick. But yeah, he's he's there. How about that? So Woods and Spells are starting to make the total opposite ends of the spectrum right now. But good, mm-hmm. thank you. All right. Now let's see. God. See, I feel like I I don't feel like I'm cheating if I just keep taking safeties and moving them wherever I want. Cause it's your roster. Malinger has played multiple spots mm-hmm. since arriving. So I'm going to take him. I, I have three spears and they're all going to play different spots. Yeah. Um, and, and it screws you. So this is, it double, does double plus. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take him. And I think I'm, I'm making the move on my fifth lineman. And I am going to go. Oh, man, I had literally down to two guys, and I don't know why this is so hard. So left tackle, Chris Mayo. Big fan. Okay. So I got my five starting line from left to right: Milam, Committer, White, Nestor Mayo, Mayo Nestor. However, you want to go with that on the right hand side, I have to, I have to check it out in fall camp. Okay. Well, there's only other one offensive lineman I can think of right now, and I'm not going to take him because I think he's going to be there later. Can't see taking a a, a, a sub there in this position. Um, I am now kind of bereft of my defensive line or defensive front, even though I have my mic and my will. I only have two defensive linemen, and I don't have a bandit, so I'm going to end this now. Um, I'm going to take, in this order, Anel Carr. Okay. Jalen Thornton. Okay. Thank you. Your turn. I will go with... Lynn J. Dixon. Wow, pull the trigger. 
I did. I, I staring at those three backs, and I, I know there's not – I feel like there's not that much difference between them, but there, I just can't shake that he could – he might have, as far as just 2022 is concerned, a little higher ceiling than, than Anderson or Johnson. Now, I, I really like Anderson and Johnson and think mm-hmm. they could be great, but they're still young, and I think if we're just just talking 2022, Dixon might be that guy that could, could – uh, step up and take a bigger role than many people think. And so I still got one more. And I will take, just so this is a, a defensive move, so that you do not screw me over, even though I know you already have two corners. And I guess I'm going Mumu Bin Wahad as my second corner. Why him and not Woodby? I did, I did not like what I saw from Woodby in that spring game. Um, he is again, somebody, and, and I don't know how much of that is his fault. I mean, he is a true freshman that is enrolling early that hasn't played organized football in two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play at all last year. And then the year before that COVID cancellations and everything like that. So he's rusty. And if you're asking me who's going to be ready to go in 2022, uh, he's not that guy right now for me. So I'm, I am jumping on the Mumu Bin Wahad bandwagon for this pick, mostly because I don't want to get stuck with the other options at corner, even though I know you already have two. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I think you can get, I think you can get away with that and not have to worry about explaining yourself there. That makes some sense to me. So, filling up here. Might start dropping subs. Yeah, we're getting, what do I got? I got three more picks before we get to subs. For me, whatever you just fill out your uh, your starting lineup first. No, I might take subs too, but just curious. Just looking. So here's how things stand with me: I have my quarterback, I have my running back, I have two of my three receivers. I have one receiver, one tight end spot left. I have one offensive lineman left. I should address one of those holes here. Defensively, I have my defensive line, I have my bandit, I have my linebackers, I have my corners. Do not have a spear, but have my three and my cat. Here's the things that are tricky. I could pull the trigger on a spear like Anaya Muhammad. And the way you're loading up on defensive backs, that may be the way to go. Could add depth at the defensive line, make sure I'm quality. There's a guy that I like I could probably see myself taking. I feel like fill out my receiver's box. I don't have a starter in my slot position. And there's a great receiver out there that no one's touched yet. It's interesting here. So, you get, again, you kind of see where there are some positions of strength and where are some positions of need, not only on your draft, but based on the roster, too. I am going to dip into the depth on defense. Uh, I'm going to take Hammond Russell. You okay with that? Go for it. Okay. Give me him. I um, think he has the best chance to be a rotational guy among the people that we haven't picked yet. You think that's fair? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, fine. Because okay. I don't want you to pick who I think it is. I don't want to agree with me, I guess. And then fill out my receivers. Going into the recruiting class again, my third one is going to be, I have two outside guys, Jeremiah Aaron. Oh, nice pick. Okay. Nice pick. Okay. Um, what do we have so, there? And by the way, slot guy, return guy, 
Uh, he's not like a 5'10", twitchy guy that does well on special teams. He's like a six foot six one guy, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the comp on him. I don't like comps, but I think a lot of people think a slot guy from junior college is going to be like a water bug. He's going to bounce around, especially when he does special teams things. He's a bigger guy. He had played outside there, too. His juco team passed him outside, but I, they, they're projecting him to slot inside. He's outside fine, but um, there's certainly there's playing time up in the air at one of those inside positions, too. Absolutely. And I, I think that's a, a pretty good pick, and I considered him, too. I mean, again, I, I'm apparently loading up on slot receivers, but I feel like if it got to that point, he is somebody that could play inside or outside. Um, so next two picks for me. I am going to pick up the new guy on the defensive line because I think he might be the most game ready and he fits with my team as it stands now. I got Stills and Martin as kind of my edge-ish guys. And I'm going to take Mike Lockhart, the new Georgia Tech transfer, in the middle of my defense. He has lined up as a nose. He's lined up uh, as a three technique. He tells me that the coaching staff says he could even line up as a five technique. And I I also like that versatility. I mean, he's a big guy. He's, he's 305 pounds. So I'm thinking of him as more of an in, interior guy. But if he does have that versatility, and so far his his snap counts through his career at Georgia Tech indicate that he does, then I'm willing to roll the dice with him and and hope that uh, you know he can he can give me a pretty solid front three on the defensive front. Good pick. I like um, and then so I got one more, and I'll go ahead and take my wide receiver from the recruiting class. Again, I, I, Williams I think is good, but if we're talking about 2022 ready, even with that extra spring, I'm going to go with Cortez Braham, the junior college. Uh, wide receiver. He is he is a bigger guy, six two, six maybe six three. Uh, I think he could be my outside guy, and I like the speed of him and James and Smith as my wide receivers. I I do agree. Your three might be better, and I kind of wish I had them with Daniels as my quarterback, but nothing you can do. And I think this is the way I have to go. I have to I have to get another option, another threat at the running back or at the wide receiver position. That's fair. I like it. I think he's going to be good too. They might've hit it with both their guys. We'll see. All right. Stared at this long enough. Got up on a spear. I have a hard time putting nine Muhammad in there. I don't know why. Okay. You can get tricky with your safeties if you want. I, I did it too. Just don't know who else is going to play there, though. That's my thing. Um, there's a name I like that I could put there, but I'm just not sure that he's going to be anywhere near a player this year, so I can't do it. Um, and there's another name I like who I think is a backup at another position. I just haven't heard him at Spear. So I'm going on the experience here. I'm just going to take Muhammad because I think he's the most likely to play. And I'll say that because I really like Christian Stokes. I think he could end up at Spear. But that ACL is still not back. I know he's running around doing things, but uh, I just don't know that I would put him on the field ahead of Muhammad this year. So I like Stokes. I think he's going to be a really good player. And I think he might matter this year on special teams and maybe even in the secondary. I just don't see it happening before. Um, and by the way, I'm not playing with my Spear a whole bunch, it looks like, <laughs> the way I design my defense. <laughs> okay. What's your next pick? 
Well, that's where things get interesting now because I have my 20. That's my 22nd pick, I believe. Mm, probably. Um, 20 because I have one depth pick. And I'm not worried about my offensive line and you taking anybody there because um, you're done there. And if you take my offensive lineman that I'm thinking of, the drop-off between my replacement and who you wanted to snatch me is not significant. Um, I'm going to go back to the first thing that you questioned of mine and address it. I took Tony Mathis early. I'm going to take Justin Johnson now. Okay. I just okay. think that's a good mix there. And I really like Jalen Anderson. I think I've been driving that train for a while. If not driving it, I've been in the front seat. Um, but I like, I like the mix of what I can accomplish with those two guys, um, that being Mathis and Johnson. All right. I am going to not fill out my starting lineup. I'm hoping you haven't kept track, so I won't tell you where it is that I'm missing a starter. But I'm going to go with two of my defensive subs and both in the secondary. Because, I mean that that's a spot where you're going to need it, and and I'm playing with fire with a couple different, you know, guys moving around, and I want to get a couple more, slightly older guys with a little more experience, and so I'm going Hershey McLaurin and Caleb Coleman, and hoping that the two of them, I mean McLaurin's almost exclusively a safety, Coleman played some cornerback in junior college, a lot of cornerback in junior college, um, he's been lining up at safety too, but I feel like the two of them combined and it can help shore up that back end and in an emergency coleman i feel comfortable moving over to corner okay interesting i like it which leaves you with the only other scholarship defensive back coming off the torn acl who i think is going to be there for a little bit so i'm not going to rush into that <laughs> All right. This is where it does get tricky. Uh, late in the draft, feels like the right time to do this. Um, crossing my fingers that it works out for him and he can stay on the field, but also be starter quality. Getting Michael Lachlan this late seems like a good deal for me. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Seems like the right time to get him. Palendi, mm -hmm. 13 picks earlier, by the way. Yeah. That's okay. Not saying anything. How do I pick my backup quarterback now because I'm not infatuated with my starter? <laughs> Maybe. You go for it. No, 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 not doing it. Linebacker's the thinnest spot on this team, right? It is. Still. And you might be able to see somebody who jumps in from another school or something like that. There's just not a lot of them out here. And who you would pick at number two, I don't know, for your spots here. Um I didn't see a lot of it, but I saw something there and a different guy who can blitz a little bit. Need a second mic. I'll take you, Corey Hammond. Ah, see that I was hoping you wouldn't realize that I don't have a mic mm -hmm. and I got Bartlett. So I, I might have to get, might have to get tricky again. We'll have to see. You're going like NCAA 14 <laughs> here. Just moving guys around. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if my other options are, I mean, I'll have to figure it out. I'll figure it out. Go ahead. And so that was, wait, that was two, right? Okay, yes, sir. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to figure it out now. Really, only no. one pick, right? No, you know what? I'm not gonna figure it out right now. I'll figure it out when I want to figure it out. I'm gonna go with uh, Tomas Rematch. 
backup lineman. My sixth lineman. Mm-hmm. And Zyke Lawton. I want my fourth defensive lineman. Why rematch? Uh, one big guy that I think could play guard or tackle. Now, I think, I mean, he's been lining up almost exclusively at guard. Um, I know he's been hurt or was hurt at the tail end of the spring. Uh, he was, did, was not dressed for the spring game. That, right? Correct. Um, but then I'm looking at the other offensive linemen that are currently on the team or currently on scholarship or will be on the team. And I got four newcomers and Donovan Beaver. And, uh, you know, Beaver's a big guy that might be restricted to guard, might not be able to play outside, and be quite honest, what is this, his third, fourth year on the roster and and hasn't cracked the two deep yet. So uh, I think I'm going with rematch here. And one that gives me a, a good, I mean, as best a sub as possible, I think. And it screws you. Again, this is a win-win. It does. So recap Maybe. me there. Huh? Who, who was your first pick there? I'm sorry. Or was uh, that your first pick? Yeah, rematch and then Zyke Lawton for my fourth defensive lineman. So for, or for a sub, a defensive sub. All right. It's four for you? That would give me, I got Stills, Martin, Lockhart, and Lawton. Okay, I'm trying to yeah. keep, I'm trying to see. Where did I have Lawton? I wrote him down somewhere. Hold on. Oh, this might be getting screwed up now, Chris. Um, I got five picks left. I had Lawton somewhere. I don't know where I had him. Um, so he was before rematch, right? Sure. Gotcha. All right. Now I'm just trying to make sense. So I'll have to go back and listen to it and do all the picks by myself. Um, all right. So we're good there. I'm going to fill out my offensive line at the very end. There's only one guy left, and it just kind of fits in the way I want to do it. So that's the way I'm going to have to do it. Neither one of us has our backup quarterback yet. Um, I'm going to need actually two offensive linemen, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Because I have Frazier, Malone, Hubbard, and Yates. So I'm going to need two offensive linemen. Maybe I should get busy here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slight blind spot in my plan. And then I can start drafting out my... I don't understand. No. Oh. I'm going to fill out my offensive lineup. <laughs> I don't understand either, Siri. You catching that? Yeah. Okay. Some reason my assistant decided to speak up and talk to me. Filling out my offensive line, I guess I'll do it now. I don't have a backup center. You have the backup centers. Everybody who can snap a ball. Um, I, I mean, just for functionality, I need a center. Do you know who the other center would be that hasn't been drafted yet? Connolly. Right? Yes. So he's my starting center right now, unless there's a uh, a backup that or a backup plan I have that requires some rearranging. We'll still have to draw my depth. Um, I'm not feeling great about that right now. I don't have anything against him, but like, is that a guy you want running out there? I don't know. We'll see about that. So he's going to be my fifth and final offensive lineman. We'll coach him up. It'll work. Now I got to get another. Let's see here. I have a hole for a defensive back. Maybe two defensive backs. You still don't have a linebacker. Right. Then I have uh, an off a couple offensive subs that I need to fill out. Chris, we're late in this draft, and no one's taking Preston Fox. That Go ends. ahead. It ends right here. I will take Preston Fox. Darn, I was I was trying to call your bluff. 
I was trying to call your bluff. <laughs> so give me him, please. Darn, darn, darn. It's a good pick. Put some pressure on you now. Yeah, I, was, I mean, that's a good pick, especially this late in the draft, and, and you're getting that as your fourth option. I mean, I mean I, I'm going all inside guys. You're going all outside guys. Mm-hmm. We'll, see, we'll see what offense works. Mm-hmm. Um, did you pick twice? I did. I took Connolly. Connolly. Okay. Yeah, Connolly. Okay. Um, I don't need to take him yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't know what to do at linebacker. This is a problem because my original thought was, hey, if I take someone like Carr, I'll make Carr my bandit and move Bartlett to Mike because he's been listed earlier in his career as a backup Mike. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can do that with what's left. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Let's think about that. All right. Um, Let's go another way. I'm going Garrett Green. All right. Um, want to go ahead and get it. I mean, not that I think, you know, he's like definitively better than Crowder. I think Crowder looked better during the spring game. But Green gives me something different than Daniels. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's two trains, two uh, schools of thought on the on your backup quarterback. Do you want somebody that's that's very similar or exactly the same? So it's an easy transition if you have to put them in, or do you want something different so that if the offense isn't working, you can go a different direction? And and now I'm not going to sit here and start swapping them out every other drive or any or designating the third and ninth drive of the second quarter of the fourth week for green to run some no. plays but oh, <laughs> um i i might have a package i might have a goal line package i might have something where he comes in for a couple trick plays and i think that provides a little bit um a little bit extra than than just having a a backup that is similar to what you already have at starter so i'm gonna go garrett green uh with one of those two picks and the other pick, uh, this one, I don't think this was going to be on your board, but I really, really like him coming in in this class. Very different. Very different player. I'm going DiCarlo C.J. Donaldson. Did not have him on my board. Listed as a tight end. Played wide receiver. Played running back. Has track speed but bigger receiver size. And if I'm limited to only a handful of subs, I like having somebody like that that could line up as a receiver, line up as a tight end, line up as an H-back. And so I am going with C.J. Donaldson. Okay. Okay. You have your your three or four offensive subs, by the way. Yep. I, I need one offensive sub, one defensive sub. And a Mike linebacker, or some fix for the Mike linebacker. Correct. Do I take a Mike? <laughs> I need a backup linebacker. That'd be me, wouldn't it? Go for it. You do yeah. what you need to do. Can't do it. I have some ideas about what I'm going to do here to wrap up. Uh, I am going to take Christian Stokes. Okay. I think it works. I like. I mean, I love him as a player. Like, yeah. I just. It, it's the only. The only issue and the only reason I think he's really dropped this far is, you know, we're we're focused on just this fall 
And if you're coming off a pretty big injury, how, I mean, I know he's recovering and everything, but should be good to go by the season, but still. Position. You think he's a, I mean, I said maybe he's a spear. I'm thinking at a size and what he can do or I, run around. I think, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. So he may be, again, maybe good value. I feel a little bit better having Muhammad there to start the season, I guess, but I can, I can see him closing the gap as well. All right. That pick then gets me thinking about the tight end position and this wild card you could create, which he actually can do. That's the reason I think a lot of people like him. As you mentioned, diverse skills, ability. He can do a lot of things. Um, Kind of liked him, could have added him, thought about him. You got him before I did, so now what am I going to do? I'm going to use a different direction, I guess. Instead of trying to get like a backup tight end or anything like that, I have plenty of receivers at this point. I'm going to get by with one tight end and extra receivers. Got to get my second quarterback off the board. Don't have a choice here because the other ones have been taken. I'm quite happy getting Will Crowder at this point. Now on to you, Chris. All right, so that comes to me. And... I'm gonna I'm gonna fix my mic in two ways, and I can I can figure it out as the season goes along. I am going to whatever order you want to put it in doesn't matter. Well, actually, I'll take Taurus Simmons first. He's Great somebody value. that uh, I think you know he, he, he's a guy that could be a situational edge rusher, somebody that could line up on the defensive front if we if we decide to switch it up to a four man front, he could go in there. Uh, somebody that. Worst case scenario, I put him at bandit in a Linnell Carr type bandit role and move Bartlett over to Mike. Um, that is one potential fix for my Mike position. If not, then I guess I'm going with the new guy at uh, Travius Lathan and and rolling the dice. I mean, I just don't have many options at linebacker right now, especially in the middle. I mean, I know we got Favorus there. Uh, Raleigh Collins, I really like coming in, but he's, he's, you know, a converted corner slash safety. That's going to be playing will. So he's not my mic, uh, that I need. Um, and so I think this is really my only option, but this is a good two, two pronged attack to fixing that hole on my defense. Kill me. Liked him. That was going to be one of my final picks. Um, I think he could play. Don't you? Yeah. Boy. All right, so here's how we're wrapping this up here. Um, positions that have to be filled, so we can add the suspense. Um, each need a sub on offense. That's it for me. And I need a sub on defense. Okay. So I have one pick, and you have, I have two picks, you have one, right? Right, yeah. Okay. I only have two corners. My backups on defense are Hammond Russell, Ja'Cory Hammett, Christian Stokes. Okay. Need a third corner. Still not hot in this position, and the more I look at it, I wonder if they can fix it. Can they add somebody? I don't know. Um, but my only option here is going to be Tyrant would be. Mm-hmm. Don't hate that as a third corner. What do I think not, about him? Not given the exercise we have here. I mean, like a third corner when we're, which is, you know, essentially a sixth corner based mm-hmm. off of what we're doing here. So that's, yeah, it's not bad. Even better, right? So that does make some sense. And then I'm going to need an offensive lineman that can also play. And this is where it kind of gets tricky. Um, we've kind of gone deep in the back here, and you're looking at uh, an array of players who are walk ons that I just can't see getting on there. But quietly, Matt Moore has talked about if some of these guys are, are physically strong enough to play. Can they do it? Can they be guys who can play? 
um, I'm thinking of one in particular here that fits in because my offensive line, um, uh, I don't know exactly which way it leans, but I'm probably, I guess you would say, maybe tackle heavy here. I have Malone, I have Hubbard, I have Yates. Um, I also have Tyler Conley and Zach Frazier. Don't have a lot of inside guys if things happen. Kind of projecting maybe that something can happen with somebody moving inside. I'm going to pick a true freshman offensive lineman here, which I don't feel great about. And just because I heard that he ran a very college-style offense and he could play guard and be mean inside, I know a lot of people are going to like other players here. Um, I'm not going by merely the rankings, but my pick here from that freshman class of offensive lineman would be Landon Livingston. Okay, nice pick. Okay. Mine is not quite as exciting. I just It's a need, and I he probably should have gone higher, could have gone higher, but given the way we draft and what was needed, Jalen Anderson as my backup running back. I mean, you took you took your backup running back, and I had no concerns about you taking a third running back. Mm-hmm. So I just waited till the last pick to take him. Again, that's – so he's he's going to be Mr. Irrelevant for this, the last pick in the draft, but I would have gladly taken him several rounds higher, but there was no need to. So I was glad to take him with my last pick. All right, there you have it. All 30 of our picks. 11 starters on offense, four backups. 11 starters on defense, four backups. I don't know. Maybe we can uh, figure out backups who can fit into a two deep here. So maybe there's a four. Uh, there's two lines on the depth chart for four positions. We'll see, but that's part of the part of the exercise. So if you're curious on the teams, click the link. You can check it out. Got a lot going on here with uh, the end of the draft and the crazy sequences that happen with drafting for depth and projections and trying to figure out who's the best of the rest, who's a good young player, who's somebody who's been off the radar. Um, and I think we have some takeaways here. Again, first lines are good, and, and the point you made, I maybe not feel great about picking Tyron Woodby as my third corner. That actually makes him the sixth cornerback on the team. So you don't feel so bad about things you might feel bad about. And that's that's some of the perspective you get from an idea like this about what is good, what is bad, what isn't quite as good, what isn't quite as bad. And, again, napping a guy like Jalen Anderson late, too, that speaks to the depth of that position room, too. I, I do find this kind of be like an eye-opening exercise. Yeah, that was fun. I think, uh, again, for an evaluation of this team, it kind of hammered the point, hammered home, you know, where it's strong, where it's not, where it really needs some help. And, um, you know, and and again, there's some young guys that you probably, if you're drafting for three or four years, would have been taken, would have been taken higher. But again, we're focusing on just this fall and, and that, that changed things up. And, uh, I don't know. I can't wait to hear everybody on the message board tell me how much better my team is than yours. It's going to be great. I don't anticipate that. <laughs> I do. I really like my team. Other than the Prather thing, I am. I really like my team. I could feel better about my offensive line uh, as I'm going through this now. I think I have some good depth to make things work in other spots. I think I have a good front line. I think we both have good front lines, like, again, one through 11s that are good. Um, and even where you might have question marks, you can see it working. Depth is always going to be a thing, getting a complete 11, getting your best 11 on the field. But I think that there are some of those four extra spots that you can do it. But certainly strong points and weak points, I anticipate that I'll get some of that as well. Um, We'll see how the scales of justice tip here. One way to find out, check us out online. Weigh in, comment, criticize, scream, yell. That's what we do best. Until then, I'm Mike Casaza. And I'm Chris Anderson. We'll talk to you next time.